welcome back to the Gentle Catholic Parenting Podcast, where I explore gentle, positive principles of parenting through the lens of our Catholic faith. I'm Kim Cameron Smith, your host, and today I'm going to be talking about how to bully-proof your child. Now, really, we can't completely bully-proof our children, but I think we can make our children a less attractive target for the bullies. I did a show on bullying with, I was on uh, Greg and Lisa Popchak's show, More to Life. I think it was, must have been five years ago, and I talked about bully-proofing our kids. So I thought I'd kind of update my points and deliver them to you here on my podcast. Now, when I was growing up, bullying was very, you know, it was just thought to be something kids have to deal with. You had to learn to deal with it. And um, kids were mostly left to work things out themselves. I mean, unless it was really serious. But sometimes this, it was really bad. So I've always kind of been interested in this topic because I want my children to know how to handle it if they're bullied and you know, I want to do things to make sure that my kids um, and do what I can to ensure they're not the target, a target of bullying if I can. Okay, so first, let's define what bullying is. So I looked on psychology today, and they gave a definition that I agree with. So here's their definition. Bullying is a distinctive pattern of harming and humiliating others, specifically those who who are in some way smaller, weaker, younger, or in any way more vulnerable than the bully. Bullying is not garden variety aggression. It is a deliberate and repeated attempt to cause harm to others of lesser power. It's a very durable behavioral style, largely because bullies get what they want, at least at first. Bullies are made, not born and it happens at an early age if the normal aggression of two-year-olds isn't handled with consistency. So I agree with this definition because oftentimes what I think of is just aggressive behavior, which is bad, right? But it does not arise to the level of bullying because bullying, it, um, it happens when there's a power difference or even a perceived power difference, and it's a repeated offense. It's a, it's, a, it's a pattern of harming or attempting to harm others or, you know, belittling or whatever. So it's repeated and there's a power difference. So sometimes, you know, if your child and his best friend get into an argument and your child says, oh, he was bullying me. I'm not saying that someone picking on someone isn't, I mean, that's a terrible thing, but it's not technically bullying. Just to put that out there. Okay, so here are my three tips for bully-proofing your child. First, teach your child to have an assertive communication style. Teach your child to have an assertive communication style. So bullies prey on kids who are vulnerable. So we want to ensure that our kids are confident in communicating assertively, not aggressively, assertively so we don't want what we don't want is for our kids to be very passive or to have a passive communication style so passive communicators are afraid of confrontation they are fearful or anxious about saying what they really want or need 
and they're very eager to please everyone. So these kids will tend to be passive in their communication style. So they're a more attractive target for bullies. So we can teach our children that it's okay to be assertive when confronted by difficult people, whether or not the person's bullying them. It's okay to say, you know, what to, it's okay to state clearly what they need and it's okay to set clear boundaries. You know, for example, you know, don't call me that name that is not my name or, you know, don't push me. Even, you know, teaching, modeling for our children how to say that. Don't push me or that is not my name. Don't call me that, right? We can teach our children how to be assertive without being aggressive. So since I originally sort of did some research on this, I was really um, interested to see that this point about assertiveness, it has only grown. All of the websites that I looked at said that the best thing we can do for our children to protect them from bullying is to ensure they have an assertive communication style. And guess what? Assertive communicators are the least common communicators. People are either aggressive or they're passive. So we don't want our kids to be aggressive communicators, but we don't want them to be passive either because assertive communicators, not only are they a less appealing target for inappropriate and bullying type behavior, but there are other benefits. For example, assertive communicators have a far lower rate of anxiety and depression. So they have just general better um, uh, emotional health and they're, uh, they have a greater sense of agency in life. So they feel, I mean, I guess it's, let me just say that as Christians, we want to teach our children that they want to seek God's will for their lives. And, um, you know, not only looking at their own will, but this, but having a sense of agency doesn't preclude that. So you can be searching for God's um, will for your life and looking for your gifts, but at the same time, feel a sense of agency that you can make that happen. So somebody without a sense of agency kind of feels like they're stuck and there's nothing they can do. People with an assertive communication style also just have healthier friendships, and that's not surprising. So again, there is a difference between being aggressive in your communication and being assertive. We're all aggressive on occasion, but we just want to teach our kids generally the difference between aggressive communicating and assertive communicating. Aggressive communicators, those are the people that assume their opinion is the only one that matters. And they tend to be very intimidating in the way they um, ask for what they need. Being assertive is very different from this. So we can, you can be clear and firm without dominating or, being, or even being loud. So I think we should ensure that our children, it's okay with us if he sticks up for himself when somebody is being aggressive toward him. He can stick up for himself without being... Um, you know, rude or aggressive in return. So maybe I maybe I should give an example. So, you know, in this situation where the child is being called a name, 
we don't want to teach our children to be aggressive back by calling the child a name back. We want to teach them to, again, to firmly, not like a wimp, like, oh, please, please don't call me that. Actually, that sounds like, um, <laughs> that sounds like Oliver Twist. Please, sir, can I have some more? Oh, that's not what I mean. Actually, that is a very passive communication style. <laughs> Oliver Twist should have said, sir, I need more soup. <laughs> that's, that's being assertive. <laughs> Maybe that's being aggressive. Anyway, moving on. Um, my second tip for bully-proofing our children is to use discipline approaches that protects our connection to our child. So I think that many children become more passive or submissive in response to overly harsh parenting. So when they're, uh, they experience um, severe corporal punishment or shaming, they can become more passive or submissive. Now, some of those children actually become bullies. So I'm not saying this happens to everyone, but I do think that uh, when kids, um, when they fear their parents, first of all, they're not going to their parents when they're being bullied. That's, that's the first thing. And then another thing is that I think um, when they hear a lot of criticism at home or when they're, uh, they have a fear-based punishment at home, he might feel somewhat comfortable with bullying. They may, he may not have a sense that he has a right to say anything. This is just my thought. I think if we choose a discipline approach that protects our connection to our child, again, uh, uh, he'll definitely come to us when something's up. We want that. But um, he'll feel uncomfortable about people violating his, like getting in his space or, you know, violating his sense of dignity, he'll just know, oh, this is wrong. He'll know deeply that this is wrong. We don't want our kids to feel comfortable with being mistreated. So I do think that more empathetic approaches to discipline um, can be a way of protecting our, well, it protects our rapport with our children. And I think that in itself will make our child um, a, le a less appealing target to bullies. The third thing is to, to bully-proof our kids is we should teach them the art of friendship. The art of friendship. Bullies go after the lonely, isolated kids. They go after lonely, isolated kids. So we can teach our kids to, you know, how to be a good friend how to be a good friend so that he builds up a circle of truly um, worthy friends, very strong friendships. So we can teach our kids how to be share, how to, you know, be a sharing friend, how to listen, how to give. These are lessons that can begin at a very young age, even before our kids are interested in having friends. We can teach them those things within the context of our relationship with him or her or within uh, sibling relationships. And then as that child matures, we can teach him to develop perspective taking. Perspective taking. I think this is so important in teaching our children how to be a good friend. Like, just sort of coach them into getting 
um, into the head of the friend. Like what's his, how does that child feel? What's his viewpoint? How's that child's experience different from our child's experience? These are real gifts to give your child. Because when a kid is empathetic, when he has that perspective taking, and when he has a circle of really good friends, he is, he, he's, it's like he has a, um, you know, like a shield around him and it will be a much harder for a bully to target him. Okay, so let me wrap up by offering a few thoughts. I, I think that all three of these tips, they are important because they're teaching our children how to both give and receive within friendships and what a real friendship looks like. We're teaching our children how to protect themselves while also honoring the dignity of another person. I also think it's very important that we teach our children to pray for the bully. So whether they're the ones being bullied or they have a friend who's being bullied, to pray for the bully. It's very easy to demonize a bully and to look at them as this dark force. But really, especially when the when we're talking about a child bully, it is usual there's usually a, an explanation. Maybe the child is growing up in a difficult situation. Maybe that child has been bullied himself. Maybe the child feels bad about himself, so he targets other people to make himself feel better. Oftentimes a bully, they start bullying. You want to know why they start bullying? They start bullying because they're trying to draw, they're trying to put attention onto somebody else to take the attention off themselves. So we want our children to have compassion for the bully while still ensuring they understand they have a right to protect themselves and to be assertive and to, you know, have strong boundaries. So that's it for today. I, you know, I just want to say I appreciate you listening. Um, I really feel honored um, by the growing number of people that are reaching out to me and asking me questions. And, you know, I'm really just a parent like you. And it really touches me that you all spend time with me, whatever it is you're doing. I really, whatever it is you do while you're listening to my podcast, I'm really honored that you are allowing me into your life. And be sure to reach out to me and, um, you know, let me know what you think, offer your ideas. You can find me at intentionalcatholicparenting.com where you can find show notes for this show and all my other podcasts. And I have articles there and you can find a link to my Facebook page where I'd love for you to, um, to visit me. So God bless you. I will be praying for you. Please do pray for me. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you.